Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to talk to you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. Don't forget my personal favorite, MMA. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, we can help you find those on BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget Bet Online for NHL, boxing, golf, and like I said, my personal favorite, the sport of MMA. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, ready to give you guys this week's food for thought, this week's Weekly Mindset. Not joined by my furry co-host at the moment as uh, Mama is home and he's got to do his other very, very important job, which is protect his mama. But uh, nonetheless, you can probably hear my, my voice a little off this week. Uh, that is simply a testament to the amazing night of fights that was Flex Fight Series 20 this past Saturday. My voice is still not recovered, <laughs> as uh, <clears throat> as has been the case for the past several cards. I've been on the desk uh, doing commentary for the entire card. I was there for all 19 fights, and it was a spectacular night of fights. Once again, Flex raised the bar. We continue to do things even better. Uh, than we've done them in the past. Um, the Flex team took some some brand new people, some people who've been around for a while, and put them in brand new roles. Um, took brought in a couple of new people to help fill whatever gaps were left, and so forth. And as a result, just everything worked better. Our weigh-in experience was better. My experience getting to the fighters that day was better. Um, <clears throat> I think the fighters have had an even better experience. We had a bunch of new teams who were involved with Flex Fights for the first time, and I think they're now 100% in, part of the Flex family. Um, and, and so that's great to see. We, we saw, again, a very high level of talent in the in the cage, uh, not only kickboxing but grappling as well. We had some other fighters making debuts who did awesome. The return of some familiar faces, which is always a great thing to see. Um and we had a great theme for the evening. Hopefully you guys gone to my social media or you've gone to Flex Fight social media and you watched the commercial that we shot for Flex Fight Series 20. The theme was Speakeasy Smackdown. So set in that 1920s era. So uh, we, us on the crew, we all dressed in the 1920s style, that Speakeasy style. It was, it was really pretty awesome. Every, everybody's really into the theme. Um, they decorated the venue spectacularly to hit the theme. They did just an amazing job. We were even able to get a few people who uh, live locally and had cars from like the 1920s, like a Model A and stuff, and we had them parked out in front of the venue. So it was a really, really awesome time. Um, the, the fights were great. Always amazing lessons learned. Again, I think we raised the level of the show. We raised the, set, the level of regional MMA and... Um, I think it gave us a blueprint, a framework 
to take things to yet another level of to as to what we can accomplish because lord knows uh every every show we we kick it up a notch and this time uh is no different we definitely kicked it up yet another notch and from what went wrong with the stuff that we tried that was new we were able to learn and be able to do those things even better next time so therefore we can only grow from there the next card is less than a month away march the 4th it's again a saturday so three four make sure you guys mark your calendars get on to flex fights get your tickets flexfights.com or go to throwdown sports where you can watch the pay-per-view the on-demand now of flex fights 20 but you can also get your pay-per-view of flex fights 21 <clears throat> And that'll be March, Saturday, March the 4th. Like I said, really exciting finishes, really exciting fights. So obviously, my voice kind of got taken to the ringer a little bit. But I couldn't leave you guys without your weekly mindset. That would be no good. I'm a pretty consistent guy that way. So I wanted to make sure I had the time, and I made the time, to nail you guys down um, yet a little bit more food for thought. And again, a, a little bit more in terms of super positive mindset. Oh, I forgot to point out. Yes, I'm again wearing some of my tie gear best. Yet another school sweatshirt from a couple of years ago. A, a khaki color they never did again, which I thought was a fantastic color, hence why I got it. Uh, but again, check them out, tiegear.com. They have all sorts of awesome school apparel. The equipment is second to none. Get there, check it out. So let's get into the mindset for this week. So earlier today, I was talking to the kids in my school, and I was talking to them about an important mindset, an important bit of what we do in martial arts. And one of the things that we pride ourselves on in martial arts, especially in Tiger Shulman's, one of the things we talk about very frequently is non-quitting spirit. And non-quitting spirit is exactly what it sounds like. It is not giving up in the face of adversity. So I posed a question to the kids, and I asked them, what they thought was more common in life because there are two circumstances in which you need a non-quitting spirit one of those circumstances is something that you enter into that you expect to be difficult right no one expects to start martial arts and go from white belt to black belt and have it be easy no one expects that however uh, there are plenty of other things that you enter into and you expect to be easy and then they wind up being difficult. And then you wind up needing a non-quitting spirit. That's the part that's a little more difficult. Those are the slightly tougher ones. And they're tougher because it's very it's hard to get yourself up for a fight you didn't know you were going to be in. Right? There's an expression in fighting all the time, and uh MMA journalist, Chael Sonnen, former fighter, former title challenger. Uh, and now just overall personality in the MMA space, Chael Sonnen talks very frequently about how fighters fold when they fight, find themselves in a fight that was more difficult than they thought it was going to be. Right? The pressure of the moment gets to them, they're realizing just how much more, how much tougher this fight was than they thought it was going to be, and just that simple thought alone can defeat them and lead them towards the, the course of giving in to the onslaught. And the same is kind of true in life. When you are facing a fear, when you are facing adversity, when you're facing a challenge or difficulty, it's very easy for us to, when we expect the difficulty, to be ready for it, right? Think about it, if you know it's cold outside 
and you bundle up and you go outside when it's cold, you're fine. Even though you might feel as physically cold as you anticipated, or even maybe even a little colder than you anticipated, you knew it was going to be cold outside. So because you knew it was going to be cold outside, you were mentally prepared for it. And that mentally prepared did so much in terms of making sure that, <clears throat> excuse me, that you were able to overcome the adversity that was thrown your way, right? That cold didn't feel quite as cold. Yeah, temperature-wise, it felt plenty cold, but here, here it didn't feel as cold. And that's the problem, right? Because our mind is a very powerful thing. On the other hand, we could have a day like this week started with, with beautiful sunshine outside, 50 semi-odd degrees, and you look outside like, oh man, it's gonna be super, super warm. And comparatively, comparing to when it was eight degrees on Saturday, yes, 50 degrees is very warm. However, you go out in all that sunshine, and the one thing that you can tell from all the sunshine is just how windy it is. I happened to take the dogs uh, for a, a little run the other day at when it was really nice out, and um, the wind was like, whoa. Like every time we were running north, I felt like I was literally running against the wind. I could actually physically feel it get harder to run because the wind was that hard against me. And, you know, when you're not mentally prepared for it being cold, for it being windy, for being more difficult, now it's that much harder to push yourself, right? Perfect case, right? See, but that's the way that just about everything in life works. Everything in life that is tough, right? the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of the toughness you face in life is not stuff that you anticipate. It's not stuff that you think is going to be difficult, right? As a matter of fact, often things that we think are going to be difficult are easier than we thought they were going to be. I use this example all the time, but that's just because it's a great one. It's one that's familiar to me. It's one that I know <clears throat> in my life has been a task that has hung over my head a few times, right? Where we got to clean out the garage, like, oh man, this garage is all sorts of messy. We're not happy with how things look. Things got disorganized over the, the winter or whatever. So we got to clean out this whole garage. And you're anticipating this massive undertaking that's going to take you know, three, four weekends for you to get everything out and put everything back in the way you want and reorganize and put things in the right direction and you know, move everything around as you should. And you expect all this. And then three hours later, you're done. Right? You expect it to take three weeks. It takes three hours. That's how most things we anticipate are going to be difficult go. I mean, we just got the lighting upgraded in, in school just recently. And again, one would think that like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so difficult. This is going to be such a difficult thing. It's going to take days. They actually quoted me it was going to take three days. And um, they started on a Tuesday. About... 11 o'clock on a Tuesday, I had a missed call from, from the company that did the lighting replacement. And I call them back after I got out of class. And I was like, hey, everything okay? They're like, yeah, you're done. I'm like, I'm done? They're like, yeah, done, done, 100% done. I'm like, you said three days. Like, yeah, it took three hours. Right? That's, that's the way that most things we anticipate are going to be difficult. Go. Now, <clears throat> there's a percentage of the time where we anticipate difficulty and we are correct. And that's okay. That's good. We were mentally prepared for that. We go, we go into that fight knowing it's going to be a tough fight. And as such, it's not as trying mentally. It's not that difficult comparatively. Right? Sure, it's difficult, but comparatively, it's not as difficult. Now, when I say as difficult, what do I mean? 
I mean, not as difficult as the fight or challenge that you found yourself in that's harder than you thought it was going to be, right? Like, it's funny how this happens to people all the time, where they have these very easy visions of how things are going to go. And, you know, they might be things that on the surface do look easy, but wind up being difficult instead. I asked the kids, when I said, kids, raise your hand if you ever started an activity that you thought was going to be easy, and then it wound up being hard. And everybody raised their hand, every kid raised their hand. <clears throat> and that's because that's how life normally is, right? Let's, use, let's keep using kids as an example. A right? kid opens their math book, and they know they got to do 20 math problems. They might have to do oh, 20 math problems, I can knock that out in no time. And then they're going through those 20 math problems, and those 20 math problems are more difficult than they originally anticipated. And now they're spending two, three, four or five, the, four or five, the amount of time on the math problems than they originally anticipated. Now, that's much tougher than if they said to themselves, these would be 20 hard math problems. And even if they spend the exact same amount of time, because one, they went immensely prepared, and the other way they did not, there's a massive change in how, the, in how our mind handles that. And then there's also just the stuff that, by nature of how it works out, is difficult. A great example would be 2020, right? So many of us entered that year optimistic, thinking of all the great things that can happen, thinking about how this was going to be our year. And then the world shut down for months, years, right? And things got turned drastically on their head. That's right, not something we could have anticipated at all. And those who were not mentally prepared for difficulty, it hit it even harder than, than everybody else. I mean, don't get me wrong. We all had it hard during that time, everybody. But the people who had not faced adversity before, people who were not mentally prepared for difficulty, they got hit the worst. 100% they got hit the worst. They didn't know how to handle it. And this is a continual pattern that we face in life. Right? Because the thing that we have to remember is life will, no matter what, it will present us with difficulty. Things that wind up being harder than they, we thought they were going to be on the surface. Just is. It just is. That's how life works. So then the question becomes, how do you better prepare for those times? And the answer is doing things that you know are going to be difficult. We know what a fan I am of pushing myself. We know how much I value that, how difficult I try to make things for myself. And that I purposefully do things that I don't like. And I try to do things that I hate with the same enthusiasm as though I love them. And the reason I do that is because that way, when life throws difficult things my way, when things as drastic as 2020, or as minor as some annoying email that I get from somebody that makes me aggravated, right? Both are adversity, but I can face that adversity, right? One at a very small level, one at a very high level. I can face both of those in a much different way, in a much stronger way, simply by preparing myself in advance. The example I gave to the kids was this. You don't learn to read expressly so that you can read a menu in a restaurant. But 
If you hadn't practiced reading before you were in that restaurant, when they handed you the menu, you would have no idea what to do. You would just stare at it and hope there were pictures. And then hopefully you could point to a picture of what you wanted and hopefully the waiter would be able to understand which picture you, you pointed at. Instead, we prepare for that moment by reading all the time. And the more that we read, the easier it becomes when that, when that variable menu gets handed our way. But this is life in general. This is things in general, right? We often have these great grandiose ideas as to how quickly things will work. It happened in my school just the other week. Uh, Dominic, my main other instructor, he was, he got really excited at the prospect of connecting a couple pieces of computer software. And he figured, hey, these are from two big manufacturers. I'm sure they'll work together really, really well. And he was really excited as to how easy he could make it, how easy it would be, and how much he could accomplish more by blending these two things together. And then he tried to do it. And it did not work. And he spent quite a few hours trying to figure out how to make this work. But the reality was it, was, it didn't, right? But nonetheless, he still walked away from that experience mentally unscathed. It wasn't like he walked out of that, the school that day all sorts of aggravated, you know, cursing under his breath or whatever. No, it was exactly the opposite. What he was able to accomplish, he was super proud of. But what he wasn't able to, he was like, okay, we'll find another way. Is what it is. No big deal. That's beautiful. That's incredibly tremendous. That's, that's life in a nutshell, right? We all wish we could react in a better way to the adversity life throws our way. And we can. We just have to practice it. We have to do it on a very regular basis. I'll give you a silly example from this week at Flex Fights. Uh, we brought in a new a new color commentator as we promoted uh, the color commentator who I normally work with. And we brought in a gentleman by the name of Ben Davis. They call him Ben the Bane Davis. And Ben is involved in esports commentary and also other crazy stuff. I've been all over the MMA space uh, in terms of media and articles and red carpet appearances and so forth. And Ben shows up, and this guy is ready to go. And he's got his nice little business overcoat and this, that, and the other. And he hits the ground running with Media Day. And we did, together, we did some really good work between him, myself, uh, Zaria Bloom, uh, Charlie the Can Cannibal Campbell, who was there as well with us. And we did an awesome job, the four of us together. I mean, I know it was Charlie's first time being involved in anything like that, and he did a phenomenal job. Alex was there, she always is, Zaria, I should say, and not to my own horror, but we did really, really well. We did a press conference for the first time. It really worked out well. And at the end of the day, we're getting ready to go, and Ben's like, I, uh, I can't find my coat, like, at all. And we checked all the rooms, and we, ch we checked everywhere in the venue. Maybe it fell back here. Maybe it was on top of there. Maybe it was over there. And odds are what happened, because there were a couple other jackets left behind. Somebody else probably took Ben's jacket by mistake, because again, it was a black jacket, and among the most common, common color of winter jackets is black. So nonetheless, uh, that happens. And you'd expect someone who came from Arizona, who was in a, on a 13-degree day on Long Island, uh, with a crazy, crazy wind chill, you'd expect they would be in a world of aggravated that most people 
didn't want to witness. And yet, he was like, eh, okay, guess I got to go to Target and get a new one. No big deal. Wanted to go to Target anyway. And he just rolled with these punches so tremendously, so easily. It was astonishing. It was, you know, I mean, if I lose a pen, I get annoyed. I can't imagine losing a jacket like that and still being calm, cool, and collect. But what that speaks to is the amount of adversity I'm sure Ben has faced in his life. And we talked about his career and stuff like that throughout the weekend. And yeah, he's definitely been through some tough stuff. And a losing jacket would be a lot less tough than a lot of the other stuff he told me, the things he had been through. And to me, that's how we prepare in life. Right, You will always find yourself in the proverbial fight that is tougher than you thought it was going to be. It's always going to happen. right? I, I don't think we're all going to go a week without finding a place, finding something that happens that's tougher than we thought it was going to be. Right? I'm actually, I think about it today. I went on that run I told you about. And it was tougher than I thought it was going to be because every time I ran in a particular compass direction, the wind was shoving me back the other direction. Right? That's going to happen to every human being all week, all month, all year, all life long. You're going to find yourself doing something that's more difficult than you anticipated. What gets you through? What ensures that you face that difficulty that life threw your way and wind up where you want to be on the other side? And the answer is simple. It's what you've done before. You set patterns of behavior in your life, right? We know this. Think about it. You ever driven in a car with a driver who doesn't use their blinkers? Does that person suddenly start using their blinkers out of nowhere? Oh, they got a new car, so now they use their blinkers? No. That person doesn't use their blinkers for their entire life. As human beings, if we don't practice handling adversity, Every time adversity or challenge is foisted upon us, we get nowhere, right? We, we fold in the face of that adversity. What's the difference between that person and the person who winds up where they want to be on the other side of adversity? And the answer is very simple. The answer is as simple as one person put themselves through adversity voluntarily. They had practiced it as much as possible. And then when adversity came, when challenge came, it was no big deal. It was something they had dealt with. Right? The, the best analogy I can think of is self-defense. There's a reason that people who know how to defend themselves have no stress, have no fear when it comes to self-defense, and usually are interpersonally among the nicest people you'll want to meet. Why? Because what are they afraid of? that you're going to get into a physical confrontation with them, they do that better than you. They're not going to be afraid. They choose on a daily, weekly basis to have physical confrontations with people. I think about it. I choose to spar and grapple people every single week, day in, day out. Do you think the idea of some guy grabbing a hold of me bothers me? Think it's a foreign thought? Of course not. Because it's something I do all the time. Do you think an accountant gets intimidated when it's time to do their taxes? No, they do that every single day. Well, if every single day we choose to face the challenge, if we find the challenge that we choose, if we spend time and effort on taking on that challenge, then the challenges that just come, they're that much easier to overcome. 
So that's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Sensei is S-E-N-S-E-I. Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. You can find me on Facebook. I'm Sensei James Leonelli. On Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at Sensei underscore Leonelli. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tigershalmansmithtown. Twitter and Instagram. We are at tsmma underscore smithtown. Find Sensei's Weekly Mindset on Instagram. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at TSK, Smithtown, excuse me, TSK.com, pardon me. You can find everywhere I'm on the internet, including everything to do with flex fights, where to get the on-demand, where to get your tickets for March, at Linktree, linktr.ee slash Sensei Leonelli. All the links through are on that Linktree. Other than that, my friends, please make sure that you guys rate and review the podcast. Just helps. Like and subscribe so you get your new episodes every Wednesday. But the greatest compliment that you can give me is sharing the podcast. Finding a mindset that you think will impact somebody else and sharing it with them. It just helps. It just makes things grow for me, and I appreciate it immensely. So until next time, my friends, invest in yourselves. I'll see you guys on the mat.